Hey guys, welcome back to the Rift Podcast. It's me, Josh, again, here with Cam, and today we have a special guest in Sam. Hey Sam, how you doing? Doing great. Awesome. So today's topic is who do you want to become? So we're going to look at questions from the website Thought Catalog, and they're basically all about becoming a better person, how you can kind of conceptualize your development as a person. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So starting off, the first question is, am I where I want to be? It's kind of vague, I know, but are you where you want to be? Uh, I'd say, I'd say for the most part, yeah. I mean, like, what's it called? Um, I'm continuing my education and stuff like that. I'm taking like an extra year to fill in more classes because uh, uh, I'm going back to high school, you know, kind of like grade 13. And yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's boring, you know, because like, universities where like you actually start building your life and stuff like that but i am where i want to be like i want to i want to go into healthcare and it's not it's not like the fastest route to go it's going to be really boring at times but you know it's 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 more like an investment you know if but yeah this is this is what i want to be and what about you cam what do you think about that question i think that my standards change every year that I may think one way at the start of the year and then have a completely different perspective. And then maybe I may have thought that I am in a place where I wanted to be at this point, but then towards the end, I feel like I'm failing all over again. So it's, it changes. That's the thing which I'm trying to change. I'm trying to be a lot more happier with where I am and what I have right now. And to just acknowledge that everything is bound to change. So to just accept that fact and to also be grateful for where I am. Right. And that's funny because we've, we've had this conversation a couple months ago as well, where so many people, including yourself and sometimes me too, are have a really hard time with presentness oh, yeah. and the idea of staying and appreciating what they have right now because they're so focused on where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think this question is, am I where I want to be? I think that when most people hear that, they're thinking, am I at the position that I want to be for the rest of my life? Right. I think that's where you, you're kind of thinking like, am I accomplishing the things I need to accomplish? Yeah. But I think what I really like about what Sam said is that he saw it as he is where he is right now, but he's healthy. He's happy. He's doing what he loves. Yeah. And although he's not, he hasn't accomplished what he's done yet. He's, I mean, what he like has set his eyes on, on he's on track. Exactly. And I think that's very powerful. So I know, Cam, I know you've been going through that that thought process and a lot of people who are listening may be doing the same thing. It's important that you you take like a little moment, like every day, just 10 minutes, every morning, every night, just to remember that you are lucky to be alive, right? Lucky to be in a country where, you know, the world is, is, well, we live, I'm not going to say where, but (laughs) we live in Canada. That doesn't really matter. But um, it's really peaceful here. It's really peaceful and we have so many services around us that make our lives a lot easier so if you're struggling with seeing like being present i say focus on the, the smallest privileges and move your way up and that's kind of how you can increase that i think that that's what i did and i think i'm pretty good at feeling appreciation for what i have yeah so yeah okay uh the next question is what am i really scared of so, yeah. Uh, what are you guys terrified of or afraid of? Uh, would you like to go? I have no answer to that. I mean, 
Okay, I do have an answer. Um, I mean, there's the usual fears, you know, like I'm scared of drowning. <laughs> you could say right. it that way. Or I'm scared that I'll be left behind and that everyone else would succeed and would follow their dream path while I'm left in the dust. Interesting. So you're competing. Yes, but also- Which is, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. But also I don't have that competitiveness in me right now. Right. So I don't know where that came from. Well, well, the way society's set up and even before we had this, you know, super complex society, mm-hmm. I think the every every human was in competition, right? Who can get the food first, who can get the house first. And now it's more like who can get rich the fastest, who can get the best life, right? Yeah. And I think the school system kind of, I think the reason why the school system promotes that is because yes, they want you to work together, but they also want you guys to push each other forward at the same time. Yeah. Right. Knowing that other people are working while you may be resting or you may be slacking is a really good motivator. And I hear you're saying that, you know, you're, you're, you're afraid of falling behind. And I used to be in that mindset too, until I realized like obviously COVID slowed down so many things. But for me, it made me realize that the whole world slowed down. Right. And still, people found a way to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that, if, and if, in that extreme situation, the majority of the planet were able to move forward. Why can't I when things are starting to go back to normal? That's how I thought it for myself, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea of falling, you know, falling behind. I, I used to be really scared of this. Really, really scared, because you just feel like everyone's doing things that you want to do, right? If, like your whole life, you probably think like, I want to get rich. I want to, you know, live in a big house, do whatever I want to do. But like, you can't, it's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean, and it's, it's hard to kind of put yourself in a position where you should feel okay being where you are. That's, that's also pre- present is right. Being okay with where you are, regardless of whoever's around you. Right. So you said you were struggling to, you know, to, to stay motivated while to, like having that competitiveness, then, then try not to think of it as a competition with other people. Try to think of it as a competition within yourself. That's what I've been trying actually, right? Like Good. where you just, you're content with yourself and you're only comparing like where you are to where you were before. You exactly. You compare yourself like every single day. Like you can compare like today compared to how you were yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. And that shouldn't be like something to bash you. You shouldn't feel offended by yourself. It should be something like, oh, at least I, you know, I woke up this morning and I went for a run or a walk that I didn't do yesterday. And I've continued to do so for the last seven days. That's progression. Mm. You're already better than who you were yesterday. So that, I think that is a really, it's a really, really helpful thing to do for yourself. It's, it's a form of self-care, right? So, yeah. yeah. Anything you guys want to add? Uh, I think... Uh, what's it called I mean we're very fortunate to have these these types of fears because it's like as as things get more comfortable uh it's it's less about physical dangers and more about like existential crisis or or, um, or more about like oh how am I going to accomplish my goals and stuff like that instead of just like uh in less developed countries you're kind of wondering well if you're going to survive at the end of the week so it's it's it, it's an interesting kind of dilemma that we have how, like, I've how, never thought about it like that. That's how you know I'm it's very really, privileged. 
Very what? Sorry. Privileged. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, the the thing is, what's it called? At least, like, whenever you feel down, you know, because we're all we're all gonna feel depressed and stuff like that. Like that's just human nature. But it's like it, it can never be that bad, you know. Like that's that that's what my um, pediatrician used to tell me. Like 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 back in like quarantine, I wasn't feeling too good and stuff like that, and. He told me something that like what because he's a pediatrician he's very overwhelmed with work uh, half the time he's successful right. because um he uh he teaches pediatrics at uft right. and so i asked him like how do you manage and stuff like that and it's like well it can never be that bad you know there's people in africa who, who barely have a a, a a slice of uh, uh food of any kind at the end of the week or anything like that Right. Uh, they, they have no idea what the internet is, what the concept of it. Uh, they don't even get paid for their labor for, for example, like uh, companies, you know, uh, like extracting kids and stuff like that. We're very fortunate to even have opportunities of education, you know, right. and that's because it's like every time I think about like, why does this happen to me? It's like, well, I mean, it, it could be worse. You know, there's people with for cancer, sure. there's people with AIDS, HIV. There's There's so many different things that you're thankful to have but you don't even know that you could have it you know right you're right yeah and i think like that that was something my parents enforced like uh, enforce is the wrong word kind of yeah i guess you could say enforce enforce into my learning they yeah. taught me that from a really young age and everything i did they taught me like you know that's a really big privilege you're able to go to school and play sports and you know live without wondering if i'm going to survive the next day mm -hmm. right there's so many kids who are always worrying about that and I like, think, like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I'll just wait till you're done. That's <laughs> fine. Go ahead. Um, I just, I wanted to make a, a clear distinction. There's a difference between what I said and uh, uh, undermining someone's problem. Because it's right. like, this is, this is meant to help them cope with the problem. With the fact that, like, the life that they have is, uh, is a life that very few have, you know? Right. Because people are like, oh, I'm so poor. I can't afford the new PS5 or stuff like that. But it's like, you are, you are incredibly... Uh, wealthy compared to like right. the average person you know because and like, it's all about a balance right exactly yeah because it's like yeah. what's it called um because what i what i said and undermining someone's problem would be like as if like oh like you shouldn't feel this way you know you have a right to feel depressed but right just the, uh, uh, but you can't let that consume you you know and that's very well said i just wanted to make that clear that, that's, and I think that's very important when you're talking about, because I, I noticed the way you were wording it, it sounded very, I knew you had that in your mind. Yeah. And I wanted to clarify it in case people didn't understand that, because I, I know Sam, I've spoken to him a couple of times, and I know he speaks in a way that is very realistic, mm -hmm. right? If, if you have a problem, it's important that you don't take it too seriously, but at the same time, provide it with the adequate you know, energy and respect it deserves. Because exactly. it is yeah. a part of your life, right? That's a really, really very well said. So, okay. um, I appreciate that. yeah, of course, of course. I, I always have to value when people are able to communicate ideas that are so positive and, and that are so easily, like, perfectly well-spoken, I could say, because that's what more people need to adapt, more people need to hear, right? In order for them to live a better life, I think, you know, telling yourself those things every single day, that, that's what got me like to do what I wanted to do, to feel happier. I used to tell myself things all the time, you know, just because you failed right now doesn't mean you'll fail later. And every failure I had for me was a win because I took it as a win.
right? Mm -hmm. I understood that it, it was a mistake I made, but I need to improve. And because of that mistake, I can now make the improvements based on what I did. And I think I, that a lot of people can learn from that. I have I have a special quote, if, if you'd like to hear it. I, I got it yeah, from, go ahead. Uh, what's it called? Most of my quotes uh, are taken from the media, you know, because it's like, I, I only have a very, like, because uh, uh, most, uh, I, I like to just kind of like memorize these types of quotes. I mean, it, it comes naturally because it's like, uh, I, I like it so much. But there's a, there's a quote from the very popular show Breaking Bad. And yep. it's, uh, someone was giving, uh, have you seen the show? I haven't seen the show, but I know what it's about. Like, uh, do you know the characters, like, for example, like Gus? No, not really. But I assume Gus is the Aaron Paul character. Uh, no, no. Gus is the you know the uh, black man who is like um, what's it called? He, he's the guy who owns like the chicken shop. I I don't know much about the show. I don't know enough about it. But it, yeah, go ahead. What does he say? It, it's all right. But um, he was giving advice to Walter White, the like uh, the main character. Yeah. Never make the same mistake twice. And I, I've right. always I've always kind of uh, uh, took that to heart because it's like first mistake that's by accident second mistake is carelessness you know like you, right. you were ignorant to the first time you know and it, it's fine to make two mistakes at the same time but just the point of the quote is like like make as few mistakes as possible because after your first mistake you, sh you should have already made that mental note to to right. learn from it 100 because, because people have people have an idea of like mistakes are bad you know they're 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 terrible you know like, oh, why'd you get like an F on your test? I don't, I don't see that. Like, yeah, it's a mistake. It's a failure, but it's like, I don't see it as a negative perspective. I just see it as a, a, a necessary. I, I see it because it's like, what's it called? The average physician uh, w w will never have a perfect score and stuff like that. No one's perfect. Everyone needs right. to fail in order to do good. You know, like right. everyone, everyone celebrates Kobe as being the best basketball player. But even someone like Kobe has lost uh, uh, more than a few basketball games, you know? Right. But it's the fact that he's managed to get back up, keep training, and to just put his head back down and just keep going forward is what makes him, you know, remember to this day. Wow. That's, I, I don't even know what to say because that's so, it's kind of moving. Yeah. Because so many people struggle, struggle with that idea, the, the idea of, you know, it, it's hard for a lot of people to find that balance between pushing yourself and overexerting yourself. Cause it's, cause what's it called? This may sound controversial, but I'm going to, I'm going to try to word it the best I can. Right. Is, people, um, what's it called? People are giving up participation trophies or medals. I don't like that. Like, like if I was a parent, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ridicule my son or daughter because they failed at a race or at a test or anything like right. that. I'm just, I, I will help them get better. I will ask, like, I'll, I'll, I'll ask him or her, if, if this is what you want to do, do you want to get better at math? Do you want to get better at running faster, playing soccer, playing basketball? If yes, then I'll help you the best I can. And I will make sure that you improve at the very least a, a significant amount from last time. There, there, right. shouldn't, there shouldn't be a participation. That pain you feel from losing is the very thing that drives you to keep going forward. If, if I right. give you a medal for participating, you, you, you don't really feel like uh, it's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, uh, 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 like you don't, you don't really feel that necessary feeling to keep uh, improving yourself because, like, you already got your validation. But you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have gotten your validation. And that's, and that's like, and and that's something that I see is like kind of wrong. I'm not gonna be like, 
one of those people on the internet and like oh this is terrible all caps and stuff like that <laughs> like um people are entitled to to have their opinions you know and that's right. that's just the way it works uh, this is just my personal opinion i feel like everyone deserves or not deserves everyone needs to have pain after they lose because pain is good pain pain is what keeps you human you know uh, right. uh, if if a child never feels any pain whatsoever that child will 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 be a, a pariah you know he will be like a kind of an outcast because it's like people can relate to one another because of their pain you know the, right. uh, uh, like when you say like oh i got so bad on the test or stuff like that like i i can relate to that you know it's like oh i didn't do too good and that's what makes it like for example um characters like peter parker he's the most unperfect person you could think of you know he's right. not the greatest looking he doesn't get all the girls like, like like real peter parker i'm not talking about like tom holland tom holland is yeah. like, like yeah he, he doesn't have a stable <laughs> job he's a photographer he can barely right. pay he's living in like a cardboard box but that's the thing that makes him relatable that's the reason why you get billions of dollars at the box office whenever a spider-man movie comes out because people relate to that and that's right. pain is good and that, yeah that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty much what i wanted to say i think that's interesting because when i was growing up something i learned from going to school and the other kids very young, like from the age of, you know, from first grade all the way to high school, something I I wasn't like, it's kind of something that you have to learn in order to, to, to be associated in school. But um, a lot of people have trouble associating value. So they over-associate or they under-associate. So when I was growing up, I used to play on a bunch of, you know, elementary school teams. And I, I would exp- I would come home after like these games and after these practices and I, I'd expect it's kind of a really bad thing I'd expect praise or you know congratulations from my parents for winning games right and my my mom was like you know subtle answer good job my dad was just like keep going keep going keep kept pushing me and I hated it I really resented it for it and I remember like I, I used to get so annoyed that my parents like all the other kids parents were like coming to games and like cheering them on. <laughs> And my parents weren't. And then on the last game of like the, the, the tournament, my parent, my mom showed up and, you know, I lost a couple games, won a couple games and I went home and, you know, I just started practicing again. Like I just, I just went outside and started playing and my parents came up, both of them and were like, good job, which is super confusing because, you know, the season's over. This is a week later. Right. And I'm playing basketball and my parents are like, good job. And I'm asking like, what did I do? They were, they were associating the value that me continuing to put my effort into something productive is a good habit. I yeah. shouldn't be focusing on the results, although the results are important. Mm-hmm. My hard work my hard work and the consistency I put in are what are going to translate to you know, winning games. Yeah, th- that and is I, it took me so long to, to understand and remember because you know, I went to school and then I would tell people about it because I, you know, out of anger, I'd be like, you know, my parents didn't say this, did that. They're like, really? My parents said this, this, that. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. And it kept happening until all the way, you know, to the end of my high school experiences or whatever you call them, high school years. And COVID, when I like started to really reflect on myself, that's when I kind of really got a strong grasp on it. As a society, we attach value to things that are so beyond us that, that, that we lose the sensation of actually going through and solving things, doing things ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that is that is where your strength lies in consistency. Right. People, people talk right. about strength as if it's something physical, but in my opinion, consistency is the true definition of strength. It is the mental, 
the mental torture that you give yourself and keep going forward you know like uh what's it called um you have a hard profession you know you have a a a hard life you have something that's difficult that's brought up uh, uh, onto you you keep right. moving forward you, you push back you, uh, you uh, uh and you say you say to yourself that like you can keep going you got this and you do and that is that is the thing that is uh, uh like that's the thing that's inspiring about it you know like for example a parent you know a, a, a single mother a single mother doesn't doesn't ask anything but peace and quiet you know she just wants to have a nice life and stuff like that but she can't because she is a single mother and consistency she continuously works incredibly hard for her, her sons and daughters same thing for the dad it, it, you know if you have a single dad or a single mom or even both at the same time it is incredibly difficult but the only thing I- the only thing that happens with consistency is true validation you know her her, her 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 children may not know this but because of like the mother or the father's sacrifice they were gifted with a beautiful life that uh, right. uh, that 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 they would either that they would either not know that their life is so great because of their parents or they, or, or thankfully they would know and that's like that, that's the consistency that you're showing you know by going to your right. game Right, and my parents. Yeah, sorry, Cameron, you say something. Uh, you can go. <laughs> I think it's it's really like really really, it's, it's kind of an emotional subject. Not like not in the sense where I'm gonna like cry, but it's very. I'm kind of mad at myself for not realizing it sooner because, you know, my my parents are two extremely hard people. They work very hard every day. I see them come home, and you know, I could see how exhausted they are. And I, I have an extraordinary life, right? I have amazing siblings, I have a dog. My life's great. And, you know, I, I sit with my privilege a lot of the time and I really try to do the best I can with it. And it's funny that you say strength is consistency because when you, when you look at physical strength too, it's it's your consistent efforts towards, you know, pressuring those muscles into becoming stronger. You exactly. know, you're putting them under consistent strain, which is really interesting because, really, you know, it's, it's something that it's obvious. And it's not often said, but when you say it, it's like, wow, like it actually clicks. So that's really, really, I think Cameron's like so like in thought right now. It's like really hard to like kind of think of what to say. I get it because I'm in that same state. I was, but it's like, yeah. Sorry, I was more so listening to you guys because it's really interesting. Consistency is something like that I continue to struggle with. Like um, in elementary, there's this uh, competition, you could say, and it's like oral communication competition. I don't know if you guys went through that, Um, but I was the most shy kid and I just would not participate in class. I would not voice my thoughts, my opinion, whatever it was. Uh, Before the competition where we had to write a speech and get up in front of the class and like present it. And it was like, they would choose two representatives from each class and then you'd go on to the different levels, right? For some reason, this like competition like really was thrilling to me. So this shy kid went up in front of the class and like presented like to her best, their, like her speech and like shyness just evaded her, right? Right. So this is kind of where I think for three or so years, every time this would come around, I would be the most consistent student. Like I would practice every night to the point where my parents memorized my speech too. <laughs> and then right. um, I think it was grade six. I actually excelled in it. Like 
I got 100% on that speech. I went to like the gym, which was like the next level. And then I also got first place there. But the thing was, I surpassed my goals. And then the next year came around and I completely lost it. Like I was not consistent with all, like at all. I didn't have any motivation to continue to do well on this speech because of the expectations that everyone around me had for me now. Like I was just drowning in it and I kind of just gave up. And then I've seen this kind of pattern also throughout high school. Like sometimes when like the expectations get way too high, I give up because I don't, I couldn't, I can't find it in me to be consistent or to be motivated. So. And I think that's because you're basing like in that, in that sense, it sounds like you're basing your, your effort towards a result, not the journey. But you want to see, it's hard to change. It's it's something you train Mm -hmm. your whole life. You know, you're, you're probably doing your whole life. And, this, and society only reinforces it. Yeah. So I can only imagine how difficult it is. Sorry, go ahead, Sam. No, I just uh, I just wanted to say, do you want to continue in speaking? Because it's like, because what's it called? If this is something that you want to keep excelling at, then uh, uh, then you have to keep pushing yourself. But if it's like, if you're satisfied with where you are, like this is something that you really have to ask yourself. Like if mm-hmm. you're satisfied with where you are, then it's it, like, it's perfectly fine, you know? That's true. Because it's like, because what's it called? There's no, there's no shame in it because it's like you wanted something and you got it, you know, like you finally right. excelled at it. Cause it's like, the thing is it's important. Like you can't value the end goal, you know, like, 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 well, uh, sorry, no, let me rephrase that. You can value the end goal, but that, that can't be the total reason why it's the little things that make it like really spectacular. You know, your, mm-hmm. your pathway towards like building uh, uh, your uh, confidence to actually get up there and talk in front of the class is what makes it like uh, like a nice story, you know. Like it, it, you memorized it, you did everything in your power to do it, and the following year, you um, what's it called? Because uh, uh, like it's because uh, uh, if you want to keep doing this, it, then it's it, it's great. But if you don't want to, then it's fine. Because you should always have the mindset of humility. Because you, you should always think to yourself that like you, like you, um, not exactly you're not the best. But it, you should always think to yourself that uh, uh, that you should never become overconfident because overconfidence is what like is what kills you in the end. If you're overconfident about a test and you're just going to fail, you should always act like you're like in a step away from failing. Understand where you are in the moment, right? Yeah. Both it's like, sides, you know, because you're only like one step away from failure, but also one step away from success. Exactly. That's yeah. how I see it. You, you can't be overconfident in your position or else that's gonna leave you to less uh, to less practice uh, 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 less motivation to do it and stuff like that uh like if i if i think i'm the best one at math there's no need for me to study and then and then comes like the bad grade and stuff like that because i i under i underestimated math you know and just right. the best of us like for example uh something my math teacher told me is that like most of like the brilliant guys or uh, uh, or girls that get into stem programs and stuff like that but most of them uh, uh, that get into the most difficult ones, and they're very intelligent. They don't stay there for long because they can't, like most of them, they don't know how to handle failure because all their lives they've kind of, now I'm not saying they put the uh, the bare uh, minimum of effort. I'm not saying that, but it's like they haven't put as much effort as someone who has like normal intelligence versus someone who is like incredibly intelligent, you know, right. like they skip the grade or stuff like that. And when they get into the real world, like university, like the hardest of the hardest tests, and they fail they don't do too good 
their their spirit is crushed it like by immense pressure or their their whole their whole world view uh sorry world view is just broken and that's kind of the thing but it's like people who are consistently failing and getting back up to keep going forward those are the people that uh, uh that make it out of there because they understand failure they they know they know failure like it's the back of their hand but they keep going and they keep excelling and you know what that's exactly why i think cameron is really gonna gonna get like a good hold on her view of life because she's so i think like most people are you're so afraid of failing because you're so used to doing well mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's perfectly fine because i that was honestly for the first i'd say third of my life i succeeded at everything i did and then the, the middle chunk i failed at everything i did not failed but i made a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and i guess now that i'm in the third i guess you could say the third I don't know what to call it third stage i guess of my life in this sense based on the time that i've lived now i'm in a, in a, in a stage where i'm doing both i'm making mistakes but i'm also learning from them and succeeding because of it mm-hmm. right this whole podcast thing the whole idea of it it's it, it started a little rocky it's still a little rocky okay sorry about that guys it was a, a network issue and we all got cut off from the zoom so but i think we we left we left up at a good place so i think you know, thank you again for Sam for coming on. It was a really great conversation. I hope that anyone who hears what he had to say is really, you know, kind of, you know, inspired, right? You may be in a place right now in your lives where you don't know what you're going to do next or where you want to be, but it, all it takes is for you to understand where you are right now and the places you want and the places and the things that you want to discover, you know, and that, that will kind of give you a good grasp of the things that will probably most likely be associated with your passions right mm-hmm. anything else you guys want to leave off with and um, thank you sam for coming on like yeah i appreciate it you like the way you say things is just so enlightening right so that's amazing yeah. it's like an amazing skill to have too be sure to, to send some love to cam, to cam and, and sam in the, in the comments guys oh, they're very you. very great speakers and yeah, to Josh too i <laughs> I um I'm really thankful that you guys appreciated what I had to say. Um, of course. I, I, honestly, sometimes I feel like I, I went on too long of a tangent or anything like that. No worries. You know? Is there anything you you'd want to say to the the people listening? Uh, As a send off message. Uh, like anyone anyone who's interested, you can easily just come on the show. If you have like a uh, I think it's best if like you you, you comment and uh, uh and you can have it forwarded by being a guest like I like I was on the show. If you guys right. want to. For sure. Yeah. Anything mm-hmm. else? Just a send off. Uh, Something, uh, maybe a quote that you, you've heard, just, just simply the words of it. Uh, I mean, I, I'm thinking of a quote, but it's it's pretty long. Uh, it's like maybe like a couple sentences. Uh, Go ahead, it, yeah. It's uh, from Kung Fu Panda. It's, um, oh, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah I, I already talked to you about this, but it's like you were, uh, he's talking to Poe Ugwe. He's like, um, you were too concerned with what was or what will be. And it's like there's a saying, you know, uh, um, yesterday is a mystery, but tomorrow, uh, we know, yesterday is history, but tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That you know, it's is- funny. We had another guest say this yeah. exact quote. Yeah. And it's like, the yeah, thing- but it's a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I love the Kung Fu Panda movie so much. Like there's so much just raw material that are just like hidden behind every single message. Or like, for example, the other quote, like, um, one often meets his destiny on uh, uh, on his way to avoid it or, or something like that. Right. 
you know there, there, there's so much stuff and you can tell that they they, they had so much care put into the film you know it, it's not just one of those cookie cutter films that just gets pumped out every single year to meet like the status quo like it is it is something that you see every once uh, once every 10 years it, it right. is truly a beautifully done film right yes and those are two very 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 moving quotes i appreciate that mm. so guys thanks again for watching this has been cam you know josh and sam We'll see you guys in our next video. Peace. Bye.